The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. It's Jim Norton. My pal Bob Kelly joins me. James Vick calls in. Matt calls in. Chris, the producer, is here looking sexy. Great episode. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts... Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. I specifically said to change that to Robert Kelly because uh, Matt is out this week. Matt will be back next week, uh, next Monday. He, he, we knew he was going to be away. He's with his family at Disney. And last time we talked to Matt, he was doing edibles and laughing at old people falling. <laughs> Which is just uh, sounds like an awesome week in Disney. I've never been, I, I went to Disney. Uh, no, I went to Universal with a girl. We went on Confrontation. That was the big ride back then. King Kong's Confrontation was kind of shitty. Was it 72? Yeah, no, it was the uh, <laughs> 1992, 91. Did Mr. Brady lose his blueprints? Uh, no, but he was still alive. <laughs> and that's when that was <laughs> a while ago. Robert <laughs> Reed was still living. So thank you for attending today's... Uh, UFC podcast, Bob. Thanks, buddy. I'm a little sleepy today, so I apologize. It's all right, buddy. I'm not. <laughs> Let's zing it out. I'll be the energy you need and the electricity they need. I couldn't Cacao. sleep. Cacao, UFC, unfiltered. It's good. Thanks. I just couldn't doze off last night. I whacked off too close to going to bed, Oof. and that always keeps me awake. Mm. Yeah, you can't, you know, I, I've been going to bed early. Like, what's early? Um, Probably 12, 11. Yeah. 11, 12. I, go to, I try to go to bed when my wife goes to bed. Which is kind of uncomfortable because you have to talk. Oh no! Uh, make love. <laughs> there's always some type of so. What you do? And then check this house out. You know, fucking million dollar home in Scarsdale. All right, relax. Um, but I've been going to bed early. But I've also been waking up and making this bulletproof coffee. Bullet coffee or bulletproof, bulletproof coffee? Oh, bulletproof, okay. It's bulletproof coffee. You put, you know, you buy it online from the company, and I'm telling you, I don't know if it's psychological or placebo, whatever it is, I feel great, and I'm not hungry until like 10. Like, I woke up at 5 today to come in and do the show, to the Jim and Sam show, Jim and Sam, and uh, I, uh, I, I, I was fine all the way until uh, I was able to eat, because now I'm on this new diet called, uh, you know, it's Time Limits. It's called staggered. What is it called? What am I on? I don't know. Something fasting. Uh, fasting. Intermittent fasting. 
16 hours without eating, and then I can have whatever I want in that eight-hour period. Thank you for doing the math. Wait, so you got 16 hours without eating and then eight? Not bad. It's not bad. I just after after I have dinner, I'm done, and then I'll have a cup of tea with honey or some shit like that. If I get you know whatever a little craving for, put something in my mouth, <laughs> easy. Well, no, and, I was gonna uh, say have an oyster cracker. Ugh. No, but no, and then uh, wake up in the morning around ten o'clock, ten thirty, what is it? Whatever, seven to ten thirty or something like that. I eat, and Colin does it. He lost a pound a week. He does twelve hours too. He doesn't even do sixteen. He does twelve and twelve. Twelve and twelve. Well, Colin's uh, Colin looks really good. He does now, but if you look back, Colin was a big boy, man. Colin was a fucking big. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So. We'll see what happens. You know what I do, though? I feel great in the morning because I'm a fat fuck and all the yes. fat fucks out there, you know that the morning is when you really hate your life. Yes. Because whatever you ate the night, well, all day, like I said on stage the other night, I go on stage, I go, you know what? I have, I've been full for three years. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't remember feeling hungry. I was like, that's bad. Like, you should feel, you know, that stomach, you know what I mean? And, um... I just when I'm hungry, I don't even get to the hungry part. I just eat. I eat and eat and eat. But now it's like you wake up and your body feels a little tighter. Um, you feel better. The acid reflux is better. Um, you know, this morning I woke up. I went out to my shed at like five in the morning. I have that shed in the backyard. Yeah. And uh, I just bought uh, these uh, adjustable dumbbells and a bench. And I'm going to start waking up. I'm going to start waking up at like 5.30 and go have that bulletproof coffee and go do a half-hour workout. Here's the best part about Bob. Yeah. He comes out with these crazy schemes and he fucking does it for a week. Shut up. 5.30. <laughs> I'm going to get up at 5.30 and go lift so, dumbbells in the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but Bob, he's like Ralph Cramden. I'm telling you, it's going to be great. <laughs> I build a shed and I'm going to eat tomatoes and lift weights. <laughs> You're not. What are you uh, talking about? Why would you, you make do it for a while. Bob does it what? for a while, but Buddy, then he gets sick of it. Listen, this is yeah, not that's a way. Though, right? This is not a way to help your. Fr- what are you? Are you? You're the worst. I know. I want to fucking see pep talk person in the world. Be- you're my friend because I want you to do well. Hold on. I want you to do well, but you always come up with these crazy ideas. I'm not saying it's bad to be healthy. I'm saying you always have these. Bob always has like a system, dude. I'm just not going to eat grains. I'm going to curl with my right arm and only in 10 degree weather. What? First of all, what are you talking? Apparently, about? you heard my DDP <laughs> yoga speech around a year and a half ago. Dude, I got a shed. I bought some dumbbells. I'm gonna go out there have a cigar. I don't eat between eight and eight in the summer solstice, and I fucking look at the look at the lunar eclipse, and then I do a bench press. And I'm, I'm telling you, this coffee, you should get it. You should get it just for what you do, because you know you'll have it in the morning when you wake up. Put in a little blender, put the little uh, oils in. It's great. You'll love okay. it. I will. I will do it. Um, it's funny. Colin just texted me as you were talking about. He's it. the one who got me on the diet. He was literally. He just texted me. What did he say? Uh, he just wanted me to call for today. Oh yeah, he. I buddy. He's the one who got me on the diet because I was telling him I'm like I can't. This I can't. I every time I try to lose weight, I try to become an athlete, and it's not going to happen. Right. I'm 47. It's done. I'm not an athlete. And I have to find something. And I go, I can't not. I'm on the road too much. I'm on the. I'm a road comic right now. Yeah. So, you know, my TV shows got canceled. I'm. I'm on the road. That's how I make my money. Every fucking Thursday, I'm gone. Every Sunday, I come home. And you're by yourself, and you can't do all the stuff you used to do, and blah. blah. I'm too tough. So now it's like food has taken over. But it's like I can't not eat rice ever again. 
Yeah. You cannot eat a potato chip ever again. What are you going to do? We have sushi. What are you going to do? Only have sashimi. Yeah, exactly. I have sushi. Thank you. Who's... <laughs> but uh, can you never f- touch me again? Foodie guys? <laughs> I'm just tired. And uh, I'm loopy when I'm tired. But Colin was like, dude, just I... I'm listening to that- him talking about making a celery shake in the shed. <laughs> Not a celery shake. It's fucking <laughs> bulletproof coffee. But here's the thing. is uh, You'll be happy. I made it this morning. So Dawn, she's like, you can't make that shit. You'll wake the kid up at 5.30 in the morning. I go, I'll take it to the How shed. How loud is the coffee? You have to put it in a blender. You have oh. to blend it. So I scoop the stuff in. I scoop the oil in. I scoop the, the coconut butter in. I put the hot, percolated, beautiful coffee in. And I bring this little mixer she gives me out to the shed. It's a little portable mixer. I go in the shed. I put the lid on. I hit the button. The fucking coffee, because the, it's so hot, and this mixer isn't like a good mixer, sprays my fucking face with hot... It's what, you, it's, it's what you're <laughs> it's what you've been dreaming of <laughs> oh, okay. your whole life uh, for happened to me just hot coffee yeah. in my face <laughs> did it hurt it hurt I was in shock I'd do anything to see a blender full of hot coffee in his face I would give anything to see that yeah it was awful it was just and it was everywhere I panicked there's one thing in life that I'm really bad with and it spills. Really? It's my why did you see a hit for spills? It's a no. It's just my, I just can't handle spills. I hate them too. I know yeah, exactly when something happens, I, yeah. I panic. No one likes anxiety. A spill. I but I can't. I walk away. Yeah. One of the reasons I married my wife is so she can pick. She can take care of spills for me. Yeah. Because I can't do spills. I'll fucking open anything she's got. I will go on the roof. I will shovel. I will do it all. But a spill. I'm, I can't do it. There's too many little dots. It went everywhere. Yep. I, I can't, you know, I can't do it. So I, wow. it went everywhere. My da- I just bought this. Uh, Spills are overwhelming because they're stop moving. Touching me. Spill is, uh, spill is, stop touching me. Stop touching me, Larry it. King. I can't help it. <laughs> it's engaging. It's good. How important it's good. is the tissue? <laughs> when you spill something, it goes all over. And it's just, you can't stop it. It's a moving, it's a moving problem. Right. Spills are off awesome. I hate it. It's just it really. I panic. Yes, no, but I get like claustro, like the what what you would feel uh, claustrophobic. Sure, I get the same way with the spill. I'm just like, uh, and I have to walk away. Yeah, just a sudden problem in the room. You don't want to deal with. Oh, yeah. it's just a nightmare. So let me ask you this: You want to talk sure. to Matt, Sarah? Oh, okay. I love Matt. Right. He just doesn't like us talking. No, he's- he he really didn't like the spill thing. No, he didn't like us talking. Oh, I'm sorry. We're just trying to you know relate to the people. <laughs> you know, it can't be all about fucking muscles no, and chokes. Oh, let's hear the. That's like dead air. Just hearing somebody dial a phone. I know it's really awful. From 1985. Do do do. He doesn't like us just talking. Why? I don't know. Why don't you like us just talking? I just don't want to ruin Matt's vacation. You know, I had him set for a certain time. I like. Yeah. You know, okay. he's a lot of tea. Matt, what's up, buddy? Oh, there you go. You got him. Yeah. Hey, Hi guys. Hey Matt, Sarah. How are you? Hi Maddie. Who's who's in with you today? Bobby Kelly again. We got Bobby. We figured why not? What the heck? <laughs> oh, hey, Bobby. Matt, I want a nickname when I come on the show I, now. He doesn't like the one I've given him. <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's There's 10 different ones, and they'll all get me kicked <laughs> off the UFC podcast. <laughs> you know what I can picture, though? If Bobby was a fighter, I picture him wearing shorts like Junior Albini. <laughs> <laughs> I can picture Bobby wearing those shorts like a big baby. Dude, did you see those shorts he was wearing? I didn't see him. I don't remember. Holy I've seen fuck. Them. The guy, how could you 
get them. They're, they're haunting my fucking my nightmares. Yeah, he was wearing like and, gray. And, you yeah, yeah. Yeah, very... He was. He looked like a big Brazilian baby, like a big baby <laughs> Huey or something. Yeah, he they were talking about that. He had the huge legs. Yeah, he had the baby fat, and he looked like he was wearing a big diaper. Awesome. <laughs> it's funny, Bobby and yeah, I did a lost. sketch for something. Bobby and I did a sketch for something where he dressed like a baby. He had oh, a diaper and a he, little uh, bib. He had me do. He goes, oh. Bob. He goes. Oh, yeah. He goes, Bobby. Can you please come down and do a sketch for my new show on Vice? Go, Anything you want, Jim. Which I should have said. What's the sketch? I show up. I, I, they give me my wardrobe. It's a bonnet, a adult diaper, and a, oh, and a sucky, a little sucky. What do oh. they call a binky? I had a binky uh, and a rattle. You had a binky. Uh, yeah, I'm on yeah. the streets of Brooklyn. I Junior Albini with a binky. Yeah, he did look like a giant baby. Yeah, yeah why is he? Why did he <laughs> tuck them in? Uh, dude, I don't know what I was watching, but all I know is, <laughs> and then insult to injury, he gets the Olaski beats him. So good, good for Olaski. I'm sure you guys probably talked about that already. No, I, we might have talked but, about uh, the other day. Yeah, it's hey, unbelievable that he's Clay Guida, by the way. What yeah. pal? Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. Clay Guida, what an amazing him and Lozano have never fought before. That was the amazing part to me; they've never fought. And he looked incredible. I mean, and Joe, uh, has Joe lost a couple in a row, a row yeah. Chris? He has, right? He's yeah, dropped a couple. Uh, yes, at least yeah, three, I think. Yeah, right? I have to check. Yeah. He, he, was, he was a beast, though. I Joe, love we'll Joe's one of my favorite fighters. Yeah, he's, he's Clay, a... Clay Guida took more of a beating by his brother before he got in the cage. Like <laughs> oh, yeah, slapping him around? Yeah. you notice? His brother, before he gets in his cage, his brother always, like, smacks the shit out of him. Yes. What is that? It's their thing. Yeah, he gives him a little... Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it's their battle thing. Matt and I do that before the show, except these other's heinies. We spank each other <laughs> for being naughty. <laughs> uh, Joe Lozon's lost three out of his last four. Wow. Split decision, majority decision, and then the Jim knockout. Miller? Yeah, Jim Miller, and then he beat Marcin Held, uh, and then he lost to Stevie Ray and Clay Guida. Yeah, that Clay Guida fight was fast. I've been waiting for you, Stevie Ray. Wait, isn't that from fucking Trading Places? Anybody? I don't know. I don't know. You guys ever see Trading Places? I love Trading Places. I'm all hyped up on caffeine on my balcony. I am too. I'm on Bulletproof Coffee. Are you? That's the Joe Rogan shit, no? It's good stuff, right? Have you done it? Doesn't Joe Rogan have that? Yes. Does he endorse that? So Matt, he, Matt, you're on your balcony. You have, you have like an, a balcony in your in your in your Disney hotel. Yeah, I'm at the fucking uh, Contemporary. It's a nice hotel. Uh, well, by the time this airs, I hope that you're out of there because you should not be giving away your hotel. Everybody will be calling. Yeah, that's no, all right. I'm out of here by the time this airs. Don't worry. Hey, do you? I do I'm you have the passes, tomorrow, Jimmy? What, buddy? What? Oh, tomorrow. Okay, Maddie, do you have the passes yeah. with the hotel? Do you get like right in? We got some fast passes at Disney. They only give you like three to go on, so. We use those three, and then we. My wife's got the app to check the times. We've been pretty lucky. Have the, been have the, not a lot of lines. Hey, but have, has We've the pot helped or no? The what? The edibles. Kids listening to this show. Oh, you're right. Of course they helped. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> Listen, uh, it helps my stomach a lot. Though. It does. Because I, I did the uh, rock and roll and coaster with my kid yesterday. Oh, forget it. Man. And I go upside down no and way. all around. And, Oh, it's so exciting that people are tuning out. What do you guys, who do you got coming today? We have James Vick on the phone. James Vick? On the phone, we got James Vick. Uh, after that amazing uh, fight with Joe Duffy, an incredible second round. Literally, at 459 in the round, the fight has stopped. And justifiably, it should have stopped. The guy's, the guy's 8 and 1. Yeah. It's good that he's on unfiltered. He needs to. He needs to be heard, that guy. He does. And uh, like Chris pointed out before the fight, he's really looking to get his name out there. Do we talk about Bisping um, on how amazing he commented on the fact that he's just such an animal, Matt, stepping in the fight for Anderson, who got popped. He's fighting Gastelum. And uh, Bisping said, uh, I-, I can't see how I cannot take this fight. 
I'm serious because the homework I've, is done. I've got no injuries. I like to fight, and I got a bad taste in my mouth for my last performance. That's what's bothering me. The UFC head of legal uh, kept asking, are you okay? Are you okay? And he said, physically, he's fine. Mentally, he's frustrated. So this gives me a chance to exercise my demons and get some decent mental space back. Physically, I'm totally fine. Mentally, I'm pissed off. So for me, it's almost a gift from the gods. I mean, remember we were talking about, like, will he fight again or what will happen? It's pretty amazing that he's getting a shot to fight three weeks later. I think it's very smart because as a guy that was in there, when you get... When it's not your night, and like what happened to the Bisping with GSP, the best way to get over an ass beating is to beat someone's ass. That is that's that's how I feel. I mean, you just it's just it, it immediately ah you feel like you can't. It's such a frustrating like it might be similar to you guys when you're on stage and you, and you bomb. Yes, and uh, and then you have to go be like, listen, I'm I'm frustrated. So I got to get back in. I got to kill. I got to do well. No, I follow it up with the worst bomb. Yeah, <laughs> I actually did it when my my second stepdad used to beat me as a kid. I used to go beat kids up after that. So you're right. It made me feel good. That fucking is bully. fucking great. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> I, I'm all, I'm Team Bob stepdad. It's <laughs> <laughs> a cycle of abuse. So, yeah, you, oh, that's the, you want to probably get right back in there, right? Uh, yes, you definitely do. And I, he's do, I think it's very smart. Uh, I think it's a good fight for him, even though Kelvin is a stud. Uh, it, it's not, wait, that's going to be a five-rounder, correct? Wow. I didn't think of that. That's headlining it. Hey, by the way, yeah. Yeah, that's the headlining fight. U- yeah. Uriah Hall and, and Vitor Belfort is official for January 14th, which is great news. Wow. Ooh. Oh! And OS- I get excited over shit like that. Alir Latifi against uh, Ovin St. Pru, too, also announced for uh, uh, USC on Fox, which is January the 27th. Well, so a couple I have of really great fights. that's going on sooner, uh, something that's happened even sooner than that. On What's Tuesday, that? we got Dean Thomas in studio. Yes, we do. Monday. Oh, yeah, Tuesday. All right, that's great. If I was there, I'd be working the applause button, but hey, listen, who am I? No, I'm no, no, no. Bobby, you do it. Bobby. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Bobby. Come on. Please. I didn't do that. Bobby, that's not right. Come on. What are you doing? Oh, I'm not doing that. I, I miss I miss all the fun in that studio. <laughs> I miss you too. And I got fucking Mickey pretzels coming out my ass, dude. I've been eating so many goddamn Mickey pretzels. I don't know why. They're this stuff. They're the soft pretzels. I don't know what it is. They're so damn good. Bobby, did you ever have a Mickey pretzel? Uh, I never had a Mickey pretzel, but are you cheesing it or are you just eating it dry? Yeah, cheesing it dry. That's uh, what Bobby and I want to know. <laughs> I'll throw the cheese on the floor. I don't. I don't eat the cheese with my pretzels. I'm he, not a big condiments guy. No, you're not. Matt doesn't I mean, also. The UFC uh, unfiltered audience needs to know about that. They already know. Like, what else don't you like? You don't like. Uh, you don't like like mustard. That's a condiment. Mustard, cream cheese, butter. I really? get a plain bagel. You don't eat butter on your at anything. Uh, I mean, they, they bake it in stuff. Like if it's butter, they English muffin. Bacon, English no. muffin. You don't do butter. No. I don't how do you? Eat how do you experience what, a you nook and cranny? What? How do you experience the nook and cranny without the butter? That's why I like fingers. Is this what it comes down to? (laughs) The nook and cranny? Guys, what else is new? Come on. Don't give me about Albini shorts. Uh, Clay Guida did great. Oh. Yes. um, Oh, no. I got nothing. Well, do you want to talk about uh, fucking... uh, uh, Do you want to talk about the elbow that fucking uh, smashed Diego Sanchez? Matt Brown, how amazing. I think we talked about that already. That was incredible. We did talk about that, but I'll tell you... That is a fucking highlight reel. I think Diego was saying something like, oh, it was the back of the head, but you can't really, you yeah. can't. Was it the back of the head? That, nah, not well, enough. I seen him say something like, I know a human can take that and elbow to the back of the head and 
he didn't mean it. And he didn't, you know, Matt Brown. Did. Well, he meant it. He threw it. But uh, whenever you're facing somebody, because I got some shit with that. They're like, oh, you hit George behind the ear. Whenever you're facing somebody and you're throwing a strike, if it lands a little, you know, what, off-center or something, it's not like you're fucking the guy's turned around, run away, you hit him in the back of the head or anything. Right, right. So I don't, I don't like all that shit. And by the way, Oscar De La Hoya now is calling out Conor McGregor. Jeez. What nonsense. De La Hoya was saying what a disgrace that fight was, disgrace and how it yeah. shouldn't happen. And now he's trying to talk shit. He's like, you know, I'm competitive. You know, I still have it in me. I've been secretly training, yeah. secretly training. I'm faster than yeah. ever. I'm stronger than ever. I know I could take out Connor in two rounds. I'll come back for that fight. Two rounds, just one more. I'm calling him out. Two rounds. That's all I need. That's all I'm going to say. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Shut up, Oscar. You're not stronger and faster hey. than you ever were. And you were also the one trashing that fight, saying it was a disgrace. Yeah. Hey, and also, first of all, who gives a fuck about that? But uh, <laughs> but about Conor McGregor, but what about, let me ask you something, guys, all right? Because I, I know the UFC loves Conor, and everybody does, and Ireland's behind him, and oh my God, he's so great. Matt, go and ahead, I, whatever I, you want to say. Listen, I think he's entertaining as well, but this is what I don't like. Did you see that shit the other day that he did at Bellator? Yeah. Yes, but they, he's what apologized he, for that. He apologized profusely. Oh, what he apologized for? No, I'm forget about the thing with the ref because that's whatever. But what about when he gets jumped on the he jumped on the cage and he smacked the official? Did he apologize for that? Well, I don't Ma think so. Did was he? Mark Goddard was the official, and can you? Uh, Connor thought what exactly happened? The the, um, the fight had been stopped, um, but he, the yeah. uh, the referee was thought that the uh, round had ended. Yeah, basically, Mark Goddard released a statement, and he explained it as once the knockdown happened he couldn't hear the, the, the bell and the round. So when he stepped in between yeah. the two fighters, he believed he was ending the round and not ending the fight. Turns out he jumped in like a second before the bell had rung. So a lot of people were yeah. confused and thought he was calling the fight. And so that created a lot of confusion at the end, which is why Connor jumped why in. Why did Connor jump in? His guy won. His guy won. Right, because he was going to come celebrate with his guy. It turns out yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it was just the yeah. end of the round, sure. according to the ref at that point. Wow. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, and Connor was uh, very disrespectful, yeah. I guess. He, uh, did he shove the ref in this thing? Yeah, I'll get the video here. Okay, I've seen the video. Hey, listen, guys. Yes, sir. Guys, I'm not even talking about that, though. That's one thing, and that's enough. But what about after that? He jumps on the cage. You know the fighters, when they win a fight, they jump on the cage? Yeah. He's straddling the cage, and then a guy told him to get off, and he fucking smacked the guy. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, he was you know a, I mean? a little out of control, and uh, they said that. They're saying, they came out and said that he was supposed to fight December 30th, and, he, and then the UFC said yeah. that's not true. Or uh, they said his actions were very inappropriate, and Connor has said he was not supposed to fight. But do they have him uh, fighting on December thirtieth? Well, Mike Mazzulli, who's the uh, Association of Boxing Commissions and Combative Sports, he was overseeing the whole thing. He's the one that came out and said that he talked to the UFC and Connor was supposed to fight on UFC two nineteen, and that's not happening. Connor's manager said that's not true, and the UFC hasn't said anything officially one way or another about. I don't that, see so. them punishing him that way. Yeah. Well, but guys, the point is this: How about this, Jimmy? You're my good, good friend. Now. You could I, say I, that again. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll say it five times. But listen, I now let's say I'm over there. I'm, I got guys that are fighting. I'm close with, and he makes it. He makes it about himself. He doesn't make it about his friends. Yeah, he's not doing it to support his friends. Just like when his buddy Artem, Artem, what the fuck Artem Lobov, yeah, yeah, when he was fighting uh, recently and he lost and he's getting yelled at by the ref. He makes it about himself. Now I know you want to be out there and this and that, but dude. You attention whore. You're making it about you. That's not respectful to your fighter. And what about him jumping on the cage and smacking the official? If I did that, if anybody did that, they'd be called a fucking asshole. Yeah. How did this guy get a pass? 
Well, because he just ma- behind him. Well, he just ma- he makes everybody money. It's money. He makes everybody <laughs> that that big money, and those but people he's like a fucking asshole. Yeah, but most people that. who make that much money act like assholes. You know. Yeah, but then you know what? It, it, it shows. How about this? I mean, you can have all the money in the world. That official. I don't know if the guy's got a family. He's got kids. Yeah. He's telling the guy to get off the cage. Connor smacks him in the face. Who the fuck is he to smack? <laughs> well, he smacked him in the, the face. Yeah. Dude, he fucking smacked the guy. Yeah. I'm not talking about Mark uh, Godfrey or whatever his name Mark is. Mark Goddard, yeah. I'm talking about whatever his guy, but the other guy. Can we it's see that worse. He jumps on the cage like an attention whore, and then the fucking guy tells him to get off, and then uh, he, he fucking mushes him. He smacks him. I wonder That's if he, so unacceptable to do that to another human being. I wonder if the you ref's going to take action, like maybe sue him or try to... Dude, but I don't give a fuck how much money you make. Who gives you a right to smack another man? Yeah. Matt's, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, Con- you're right. Connor said in his statement. I'll, dude. He said... Fuck, he, he said uh, I think he's... I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. No, no, you go. Bob. I'm sorry. No. No, I'm just fucking... I just, I just think it's fucking silly that people are like, oh, well, you know, that's Connor. He's, he's bigger than life. He's a... He's allowed to what? He's allowed to smack somebody? Agreed. Man, fuck that dude. Do we do we have the apology on video? No. Void. He he, uh, he put it on Instagram. He says, uh, I sincerely apologize. No. That's my Connor. For my behavior no. at last weekend's fight event in Dublin. <coughs> While trying to support yeah. a loyal teammate and friend, I let my emotions get the best of me and acted out of line. As a multiple weight UFC champion, executive producer, role model, and public figure, I must hold myself to a higher standard. He didn't need to say all that. You should never give your resume <laughs> while apologizing. Yeah, how great well, he is. As a man with large genitals, I want to say I should not have run that red light. Good. And I have a movie coming out with The yeah. Rock in January. By the way, he said uh, the referee, Mark Goddard, was making a horrendous decision to try and pick an unconscious fighter up off the floor and force the fight to continue into the second round. See, that's where the confusion was. See, yes. Because Connor believed the f- that... <clears throat> Excuse me. The Connor thought that the fight should have been over at that point. It, yeah. The the ref was just stopping the round. Whatever. So and that was the confusion. Hey. Connor said after witnessing my fighter yeah. in a fight where the worst happened, like a guy died and the opponent passed away from his injuries on the night. I thought the worst was about to happen again. I lost it and overreacted. I am sorry to everyone. Well, still, yeah, but, no, but what about the other guy? The other guy doesn't get an apology. <laughs> what about the guy that got smacked? Oh, I, I don't know what that, that is. Chris is looking for that. Yeah, I'm trying to Chris, to... look for that. Show that. Because that's worse than anything. Well, you know, Chris, I mean, he's a Connor he apologist. Gets, he gets, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man, I don't know. Pretzels. Sorry for belching. But I'm just, I'm just, I just think that's fucking ridiculous. I don't care how much money you got. I don't know what, you don't be smacking guys in the face like that. I mean, yeah. it's fucking ridiculous. The guy acts like a total asshole. Nobody's saying it because everybody's on his nuts. And everybody thinks I hate the guy. I don't hate the guy. I just think he's a fucking asshole. Well, didn't his friend, the fighter who won, actually say something? Didn't he? Wasn't he kind of yeah. like, look, you took How a, about this? you took away the credit from me? His name. Hmm? Yeah, the guy that. Oh, nobody even knows the guy that fought because Conor made it all about him. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's it's whatever, man. I just think the guy's a little douchey. Who acts like that? I don't care. You got all that money in the bank. That doesn't give you a fucking free pass to Char- smack people in the face and do and make it. Just make it all about yourself, man. You take attention away from these other guys that are trying to make their name. Yeah. You know? Well, the guy who just Whatever. won the fight, and this, all they're talking about is this. Exactly. Bobby. Bobby gets it. I get it. I'm, Sorry, I, I get I it. hyped up. Um, it yeah, was uh, John Redmond lost, and it was Charlie Ward was his friend who won. Yeah. Well, there you go. But, but yeah. uh, what about, uh, did you get the film of the guy getting smacked? Chris won't look for it. No. He just refuses. He's, like, he's got you on the pay no mind list. No, he's looking for it now. He keeps giving me the finger. Yeah, he's like he's giving the finger towards the phone like he doesn't have to listen. Oh, yeah. 
We're looking at him wait, on there. We're I'm looking... trying to. Oh wow! Oh wait a, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Here's why. Here's why. No 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 no. I got You're it. Watching it? Yes, I'll tell you why. Because the guy tried to push Connor off the top of the cage. Now maybe the guy the guy didn't just say get down. Connor was on top of the cage and he shouldn't have been. But the guy is trying to push him back off the cage. Like yeah, literally. Yeah, he doesn't fucking belong on there. No, 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 no. I know you're right, Matt. I'm, say, I'm not saying you're wrong about that. But he was trying to physically shove him back off the cage. So he's responding to a guy almost trying to shove and, him back and break his back. Like, and I, nobody I should be climbing the cage. No, I, I, I understand. Yes. That, right, there's right. a reason you don't climb the fucking cage. You can't even come in the cage until they let you in the cage. Yes. The ref, the ref is still in there. You don't know what's happening. I agree. But, but I mean, he was but trying to shove him off is why he smacked at him. Like, don't you know? He's trying to shove him no. off the dude. He had every right to try to shove him off because the fucking guy didn't belong up there. It's true. He was being an attention whore. Yeah. He fucking jumps on the cage like a fucking asshole. Let's just call it how it is. Nobody calls it how it is. Oh, let's not upset Connor. He makes the UFC money. Ah, I don't give a fuck. He's acting like an asshole. Headlines tomorrow. Asshole. Yeah, but you can beat Connor up. Me and Jim can't. No, but headlines tomorrow, Matt Sarah. Yeah, well, Matt's, uh, Matt doesn't uh, take any shit. Matt doesn't like when uh, people act a certain way, and Matt's correct. You know, uh, the bottom line, I don't agree with the guy pushing him off the cage, only because even though the ref was right and Connor did not belong up there and was acting like an asshole, you, you can't push a guy in a thing where he could break his neck where he's hanging off by his leg. Um, but, well, it, but I mean, I, th- I think I think you're over exaggerating a little bit. No, no, I didn't belong on the cage. He didn't fucking shove him off. No, he was going to get off there. And Conor, oh, how dare you touch me? I'm Conor McGregor. I'll smack you. I th- I don't know get if that was here. it though. I think that the guy he was flipping out in the middle of this, whatever panic Conor was in, and the guy was pushing him off the cage. And I think it was a reaction. Like, don't you don't fucking touch me, you cocksucker. And you know what yeah. I mean? That's what it was more than anything. Yeah, you might be right. You know what I mean? Yeah. The guy, uh, listen, the, Connors the has been acting up at anybody, these fights. Anybody at the UFC, if I acted like that, there'd be so many things going, this guy, what an asshole, attention whore he is. Anybody. You know, instead, I'll be called a Connor hater after this. Well, there's one way to solve, solve this, this, Matt. What's that? I guess we need to come out of retirement <laughs> and get back in that fucking octagon and take care of That's business. Right. And have me and Jimmy corner his, you. I rip his shoulder off. I'm a bully. You know that. Me and Jimmy will <laughs> corner you. We'll give you pretzels in between rounds for energy. That's right. <laughs> then you put him on the ground. You take his shoulder off. That's the headline. Matt yeah. shoulder. Matt Matt, yeah. Matt Sarah says I will rip off Connor's shoulder. <laughs> I almost called him Matt's shoulder. I want to. I want you to choke him out until his beard falls out. Yeah, guys, it is what it is. The guy acted not only inappropriately. He just fucking. You don't smack. You smack another guy when you're in the wrong. I mean, and you don't pay talking, for it. Nobody's making that big. He's talking about the ref. He didn't even address that dude. Yeah. So that dude goes home after doing his job. His wife. What yeah. happened, honey? Oh, you got smacked. That's easy. All right. You ballless person. You, Matt does not like know. bullies. I feel for the guy. Matt does not like a bully. I fucking hate bullies. And Connor was being a, a bully asshole that night. He's Matt being doesn't a like bullies idiot. or pussies. Matt does not like a bully. Yeah. Matt's a guy who doesn't go for the whole bullying thing. I agree. No, dude, it's wrong. Listen, you get a lot of power. You know what? They, you know, I'm going to quote. Um, Ben Parker. Okay, that's 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 the great that's Uncle Ben from the Peter Parker show yeah. movie. But listen, remember what he said to <laughs> Peter Parker when you do a great responsibility. Wait, hold on. With great power comes great responsibility. That's not what he says. That's not what he said. Something like that, you fucking asshole. And it's not the Peter Parker show. It's Spider Man. Spider Man. And that's not what he said. He said, what's that white stuff coming out of your wrist? Get that off the couch. Yeah, stop jerking off on our couch. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking crying. No, but listen, man. No, seriously, man. When you get more power, it shows 
who you are, man. It really does. So now the guy, I don't know. I just hope the guy's not an asshole. He is. How old is Connor? Is he still young? He's old? 28. Yeah, 28, I think. You know, but yeah, the other right. the other thing was, I mean, he just got scolded or whatever right. for doing this a month ago. That's right. You know, so now it's he's done it tw- yeah. a couple of months in a row. He's got he's got to he's got to be something's got to happen to him because he, yeah, he, he just does what the fuck he, he is right. He just does what the fuck he wants, and he shouldn't be able to because because somebody could get hurt. If that guy I fought mean, back and then Connor and him started fighting and the fighter needed the ref to help him or something happened, I mean, right. that, that's just yeah. ridiculous. But wait, where was that thing? Where was it? In Dublin? Yeah, it was in Dublin. That's why he was there. So who the fuck is going to do anything back? Nothing. Because the, the whole fucking arena had his back. He's yeah, maybe. Idiot. You might be right. Yeah, because dude, he... they if somebody smacked a Connor, they'd throw him in the fucking cage. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, you know, it was being a bully. It was being an a hole. See, I cleaned up my language. As uh, an hour into it, that's good. Finally, they can play this clip <laughs> on ESPN too. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Cutton. that's all I wanted to say. No, nope. I want to rant about that. That and Alpini shorts. That's what I want. Because nobody's saying it. Everybody's like, oh, "Well, you know, Connor, he's a wild man." No, I, I agree with you, Matt. It, it was wrong. I, second, but... I don't even think. I don't even think Nate's fucking. Uh, other hand got to his bicep before he's fucking tapping when he's just strangling him. <laughs> fuck. Hey, listen, I'm mad. I don't give a fuck. No, you don't give a fuck. fuck You're right. What are you saying, Matty? Tapped hey, too listen. quick, right? You wouldn't have tapped that quick. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, listen, I'm not saying be a, a total, you know, you want a, like a warrior, like uh <laughs> you know, guy, listen, when you're, when you're caught in a, a, a strangle like that, you're about to get strangled, you're either thinking like Holly Holm or Michael Bisping thinking if I just get out, if I get that other hand, I can escape, I get out, I'm in this fight. Boom. Or you could do like Connor did with Nate and said, all right. Good, good, good one. Love a rematch. I, get the fuck out of there. Get out of retirement, Matt. Let's do this. I got the t-shirts already ready to go. Yep. What's Matt up? the shoulder Sarah. Yeah. That's my new nickname for you. Yeah, I, I hate bullies. Dude, listen. If the guy, I would never, I would never attack a guy for no reason. I mean, I tell you, I enjoy watching the guy and, yeah. and the guy's fucking striking is wild and he's accurate. But it doesn't give you a pass to be an asshole. It doesn't, Bobby. It I know. doesn't. Look at Jimmy. Jimmy's taking over the uh, the, the the comedy world. Over it's, it's Bobby, for years. For years he's he been is. taking and it is, over. Is he an asshole? And the trans world. That's you right. Know? I'm just immersing true, myself. The first in that. Time, oh, immersing him. Me too. I'm going with Jim. What's that? No, we're just talking. Bob is just being a silly goose, and, and his closet feelings right. are coming out too. Um, <laughs> Guys, listen. Do your thing. I just wanted to rant a little bit. Hey, by the way, Matt, I'll you just know? say uh, your favorite interview, Tony Ferguson, he tweeted after the whole thing. He goes, McNuggets is losing his sauce. Hashtag defender vacate. Hashtag looking for a way out. Yeah, right. he, he does not. Yeah. Uh, he, he does not. Oh, so you're so he's kind of saying that he wanted to do this, do this on purpose to get in trouble so he wouldn't have to face El Kukui. Right. That is what El Kukui is implying. Yes. That's Ooh, interesting. I like that. Listen, I like that El Kukui. We really got to get him on the phone for real because I still kind of have a weird taste in my mouth when he didn't even do anything. It was fucking Jimmy. What happened? Well, I, I just, um, I, I, I just Jimmy. They tricked me, Bobby. What happened? That's a whole other. I pretended. Oh, no, when when he I went out in the hallway and you and he on the phone and it was fun. Matt, I love you, buddy, but I love that. That made me laugh. Your Why? anger, you're, you're passive aggressive. I'm going to rip your fucking head <laughs> Matt off. Matt doesn't take any to, shit. To the fake <laughs> Akakui. Buddy, when you're like, all right, buddy, you, dude, there's nothing more scarier yeah, than when you got to go now. You got to go. Matt was so fucking. <laughs> there's annoying. nothing scarier than when Matt Sarah starts to do that, I'm going to kill you smile. No, no, no. We'll see yeah. each other. Let's just, uh, I'll see. We'll, we'll, hey, come down and say hi. 
<laughs> Why'd you come on the show? Bobby, you guys are great, man. I miss you guys. We miss you Bobby, too, man. Are you going to come back? Why don't you be, be the third guy in when, when, when I'm back? Jimmy yeah. doesn't want me on when the, you're home. He, does, he told me not I to only come want Matt. He too says, many chubby bald guys around? Yeah. Says, I only want Matt. <laughs> you know that, Matt. I only want you. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm getting so chubby here, guys. I got to get No, you're not. You look good. Busy. Stop it. You're not oh, chubby. Man, don't body so shame bad. yourself. You look terrific. Why don't you say that to me? I am. Um, What's that? Why don't you say that to me? Because I care about you. <laughs> who, who, me say that to Bobby? No, he, I told you, he's, he's saying don't body shame yourself, yet he doesn't ever say that to me. Yeah. No, Bobby, Bobby, you hold everything well, though. You're, you're good. But go ahead, guys. I know you got James Vick calling in. <laughs> in Ask about, hey, listen, that uppercut from hell. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of James Vick, and I want that guy getting the attention he deserves. Yeah, you know and he, I mean? he really is starting to. It's kind of nice to see. Uh, it's nice. Yeah, to see. man, he's got such an awkward style, you yeah. know. And he took out and he took out Joe Duffy, and Joe Duffy took out Connor back in the day. You know. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. It's so funny though, because people always I'm off Twitter, but people always think that I hate Connor, and I really don't. <laughs> no, I, I can't. Like I can't imagine why they would think that. Like, uh, just look at my girlfriend. <laughs> I, I can't imagine why they would hate that. You know. Um, oh, Jimmy! Gonna... I saw the new Thor movie, Thor Ragnarok. Did you? What'd you think? Oh my! Oh, Bobby, do you like those kind of? Movies? I saw it too, buddy. I give it a six thousand tomatoes. Did you? How many tomatoes? You didn't like oh, it? It's good. Yeah, the tomato. Yeah, the, the tomatoes. You know the the rotten tomatoes. Are those so they good rate them or no? Tomatoes are oh, good. Yeah, I thought. It- no, they rate the tomatoes. We no, no. But I mean, does a tomato mean stop? Good? See, yeah, tomatoes are good. If you get the higher the tomato, the rotten tomatoes, the better the movie. Okay, I didn't know that. It was a very good movie, Jimmy. Great movie. Funny. Very good movie. And I'm going to see Justice League next week. I know I'm a 43-year-old man. Don't 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 make, don't try to, you know, shame me. <laughs> no, like you, you enjoy what you enjoy, my friend. Oh, I like superheroes. Okay. You are one. Listen, guys. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jimmy. Am I right or wrong, Kamora Chris? Man. You're, you're like that old Kamora lady. Kamora Man. <laughs> Kamora Man. <laughs> Kamora Man. What a douchebag I am. No, you're not. But, you're uh, Kamora Man. You what were you saying, Christopher? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just saying, you're a superhero like that old lady. Oh, that old lady. Holy shit, guys. That made my trip. I, I think about that. I fucking giggle. Her falling so down. Fucking great. Yeah, that's understandable. Thank God she was okay, though. Oh, come on, Matt. You, you were rooting against her. Nervous, a nervous smiling because she was embarrassed. I tried to just lighten it up. It did, did not go over big. Did it get a big laugh when you said that? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, she's, look, she's like a superhero. Oh, they looked at, oh, my God. And I, I, I don't know. I tried to be, like, affable. Is that the word? Yeah, affable. Yeah, you were just trying to be playful yeah. and have fun. But it, I um, think it was more of being an asshole. I think I'm making fun of the old lady that fell off the motorized cart. Yeah, you were. But being- listen, guys, <laughs> I got Disney pretzels to fucking eat. This is my last day here. Okay, buddy, have a good time, Maddie. Right, I miss you. I, I miss you, Jimmy. And I miss you. We'll see you. Uh, you know, Bobby. Days. I miss you. I miss you too, buddy. Too, sir. I'll see you when I get back. <laughs> oh, again, I miss Come you. on, Matt. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. Have a safe guys, flight, guys. We got Dean Thomas next week. I'm so. I am too. They were in town doing stand-up, but I didn't get to watch it. Yeah. Well, you're lucky then, probably. But listen, <laughs> I hung out with my... You know who I hung out with last night? Oh. Only because we, t- we, had, we had it. We played a clip of him last week. Oh. Is uh, Killer B, Ben Saunders. Oh, okay. He's from here. He's a good dude, man. He, uh, you know, when you're with your family for like nine, nine, ten days out in the thing, you need a little... You want to hang out know, with a guy, somebody you know, you of course. A romance. I don't know. So he picked me up. We went for a ride. We caught up. I like Ben Saunders, man. Ben, so we got to get that guy a fight. 
I don't know who I'm talking to. You guys aren't promoting shit. I'm, I'm, but yeah. I'm just, I'm telling it to the audience. He's, 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 he's chomping on the bit, man. He's like, yo, I got to get in there again. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just doing that for Ben Saunders, man. Let's get that guy somebody to fucking decapitate. I don't disagree. Right. You're a sweet right, man, Matt, and I'm happy to uh, hear you're enjoying yourself. Thanks, Jimmy. We'll FaceTime later. Yeah. All right, no, maybe not. But... You guys FaceTime each other? No, but we Shut up, Bobby. You don't FaceTime each other. I don't want to know that. Please tell me that's Yeah, no, we didn't no, mean no, to. First of all, don't judge us, Bobby. I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm just saying, come on. Don't get jealous of our friendship. You guys can be, we can all be friends. I'm jealous because he's never. Jimmy and I can be friends with Jimmy. The only time Jimmy will pick up FaceTime is if my kid's on the other line. Yeah, then I'll talk to you. Chip will talk to him because Chip loves the boy. Chip, he's a sweet boy. Oh, you're bringing up Chip? All right, guys, I got to go. Listen, <laughs> guys, hey, love you guys. Okay. Have fun yeah, last day. Tell Mickey you're I said hi. I love you, yeah, too. I love you back. Hey. I do love so you. Love you know that. I have more love for you than, right, than I can shake a stick at. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, listen. Thanks for letting me get a little rant out. Had a good time. You Albini on. shorts. I'm out. All right, pal. I'll see you later, Maddie. Have a safe trip. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. I do enjoy Matt Sarah. He's the best. Yeah, he is. He's a good boy. I showed you a picture of um, the guy, my the father used to beat me. Which one? All Which, the way to the uh, right. With the mustache? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, he looks like he's got a fucking left hook. <laughs> Great fucking full head of hair. This is awesome. Looks yeah. like John Aston from fucking uh, Adam's Family. He used to dry his hair with a face cloth. It used to annoy me. Why? His hair looks good. He had a good lush head of hair. He, had a, he didn't want to dry it out. He had a comb, barbasol, and a face cloth. Good for him. He's a good boy. <laughs> Do you like him? No. Have you seen him in how many years? Is he dead? No. I have no idea. All right. Do you want to see him? No. He used to fucking abuse me as a child, you weirdo. All right. Well, that's why I want to see him. I want to congratulate him for making a good comedian. <laughs> that, <laughs> you farted? I did not. Chris? No, I didn't. I didn't either. Bobby farted. Buddy, I didn't fight. I swear to God. No need to humiliate me. Uh, uh, Marcin uh, Tibera. Yep. I said it right, Marcin. You said it. I said, oh, God damn it. I always doubt myself. Marcin against, of course, Fabrizio Verdum. Um, that's, uh, the main card is 10 o'clock, FS1, UFC Fight Night, Verdum against uh, Tibera. And he has stepped in for Mark Hunt because they took Mark out. Right. Uh, which I'm disappointed in. I, I really, and Jesse Rose Clark. Why did they take Rollins. him out? Well, I mean, it's a, a disputed thing. But, but yeah, I mean, uh, Hunt was talking about certain issues that he was having, slurred speech, memory problems or whatever. And he, he said that a couple of weeks before the fight. So the UFC was like, well, we got to get you checked out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They had to do something. Because right. he was saying that he was not, uh, you know, when they're saying you, we have, you've slurred speech, I've slurred speech, I don't remember stuff, they, they have to go to you, all right, well, you know, what's going on? Right. Because if you said that publicly and then they put you in and all of a sudden you get fucking CTE, they're like, well, yeah, but you heard him saying this in interviews beforehand. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see what happens with, uh, what, do you think Connor was supposed to fight on the 30th? They're saying no. Or he is, his people are saying no. Yeah. Well, his people said no. It's not true that he's off a potential card on December 30th, oh. right? This Mike Mazzulli, um, who's the president of ABC, he came out and said, you know, I talked to the UFC and they they are going to sanction Connor and he's not going to fight. Oh, but stop it. Not the UFC hasn't Connor. said anything to that effect. And I, and I would assume, I mean, we've talked about it, that it, it would make sense for Connor to fight at the end of the year. But. And do we comment, by the way, on Duke Rufus had saying that Anthony Pettis did suffer a fractured rib in the uh, TKO loss. We knew it was a rib issue. It was either tore, tore something. Did you see that? He was spinning. It was a bloody mess, and he goes yeah. to reversal, like, another reversal, and it just—it was beautiful. But he spun out, and then all of a sudden, he just tapped like he fucked. You know, you knew he had just gotten hurt in that moment. Yeah. Even though he was losing the fight, 
Uh, he's such a tough guy, and he's so dangerous off his back. It's weird when a fighter does that, too, because they know. Like when Carlos Conda did it with his knee. Remember when that happened? Yes, yeah. And it was just like, I'm, I, something just happened. You I'm know you're out. out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Duke Rufus actually said, like, it's an expanded quote where he was saying um, it's probably better in a way that he fractured the rib as opposed to tearing cartilage or like because that stuff sometimes just doesn't heal up ever. Right. The rib will heal. You know, yeah, I just cracked fracture, my rib. So. I got my little brother, who's a monster, bear hugged me. I was busting his balls. He bear hugged me and cracked my rib. When? Uh, this is like uh, a year ago. And it, uh, oh my God, the pain from that oh, yeah. little crack, it was un- unbearable. What's he do for work? He uh, he was a gillnet fisherman for a long time, uh, which is basically they go out into a boat uh, in the Gloucester Harbor and pull it out a f- huge net, let it sit for a night, wake up at you know three in the morning the next day and go just wheel it in and whatever the fuck's in it they put in a bucket and sell. Could he beat you up? Oh, he yeah, Mike. His fingers are thumbs. He's, oh, just, he's one he's of those thick handed people. He's just a uh, just a thick handed redhead from Boston. <laughs> He, but he's the sweetest kid ever. Yeah. My brother's the most mellow, relaxed kid ever. But if anything happens, he, he would fucking... How tall is he? He's probably uh, six. Just big, solid kid. Now he puts down flooring with my Uncle Jimmy. He's a big fucking kid. I didn't. But the thing was, I know him from a little baby when he was in a onesie. And I was babysitting him. And I never, I never adjusted my personality to him. So I was like, dude, I'll fucking... I'll take care of you. I said something to him wise. And he goes, really? And he grabbed me from behind... And I tried to fight him. I was like, get the f-. I was like, oh. put me down, put me down, put me Did down. Did he feel bad? Did he hurt your rib? <laughs> felt terrible, yeah. But he was laughing at it, too, because I was like, eh. Yeah, terrible. Now, after uh, Marlon Race beat uh, John Dodson in Norfolk, he's uh, pleading with the UFC. He wants to fight Rivera because Dominic Cruz dropped out, and they're saying that it's a broken arm. Um, he broke his arm. They, yeah. That's well, what reportedly. they say. Reported, yeah. 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 And he's saying that that's the fight to make. I want to fight. He has no opponent. Let's go. There's no easy fight up there. I'm here. I put in two tough fights, so I think I belong there. Has there been any decision on that? No, and and honestly, I haven't seen anything officially from the UFC that Cruz is out of that fight. But there's been it's several two nineteen, right? Yeah. Maybe I'm wondering if they're waiting for something. Like maybe Cruz is a little hurt, but thinks like, yeah, I need two weeks and I can fight. Yeah, possibly. Obviously, right. if it's a broken arm, he's not fighting. But maybe it's not a broken arm. Maybe that's just the report. Maybe, right. maybe he just tore something mildly and can heal in two weeks. Yeah. But Cruz is kind of it's funny. You know, Rivera was commenting on it. And he said at the beginning, I was like, I hope this doesn't, he doesn't get hurt, you know, because he does get hurt a lot, Cruz, but usually it's a knee injury. He's, and I'm, I'm saying that he didn't. Yeah, no, but that's, those, those are like, well, yeah, anyway, good. He said, I'm not trying to be a dick or anything about it like that, but he's out, he's hurt, and he's really accident prone. My coach and I sat down and studied his style getting ready for this fight. It's not practical. He's more injury prone than he realizes with his style of fighting. Now, I wonder what he means by his style of fighting. I mean, Cruz kind of ducks in with his head, backs out. He's like a smaller Wonder Boy in a way. Um, how is he more, I would think he'd be less prone to accidents, uh, because he's backing off a lot. He's, he's spending a lot of time away from his opponent. Yeah. Well, I think it's a lot of like stunted movement, a lot of feints, a lot of fakes. Like he, so he's, he's naturally or not naturally, but he's trying to be awkward because when he was fighting uh, younger, he couldn't fight at his right weight class. There there wasn't a lower weight class. So right. he was fighting guys a lot bigger than him. So he developed that style to avoid getting hit a lot. And so I guess when you're doing a lot of that jumping around, Twisting a lot of awkward movement, yeah, you, okay. you, you know, you could be more prone to that. Maybe that's why he's had the knee problems twice. Could be, yeah. That and the plantar fasciitis that he's had, yeah. What is plantar fasciitis? That's oh, like when I the, hate uh, that you just knew that word. It's the worst. What I, you know? had it, yeah. I had it. I had it three years ago. Plantar fasciitis. What is it? It's uh the your foot. There's tendons in your foot that just. 
I don't even know what they they just yeah they it's literally stretched. the fascia like the yeah. bottom of your foot kind of separates it's it's like the padding of your foot and Cruz has suffered with that he had it going into the Cody Garber worst fight. pain ever so. I had to get special shoes I had to get this shoe and wear it for like six months and it went away thank God does it go back yeah after a while I think he got stem cell treatment done I think he actually said that when we talked to him and he um you know so I, I'm assuming his feet why are, does it are separate what happens. I mean, I guess just from the the con, like we're saying, the constant kind of side to side movement, a lot oh. of that awkward movement, it, it just sort of pulls that, you know, it pulls it off. The little tendons or whatever that holds your skin to right. your thing, it pulls it apart. Yeah, oh, that's got to be unpleasant. Yeah, he's had a lot of problems below the waist with his legs and his knee. Yeah. and maybe you're right. There's that movement that he's making. But anyway, I'm really bummed he's out. That was uh, at two nineteen. That's the thirtieth. Yes, that's the thirtieth. I'm very depressed about that because I was looking forward to Cruz and Rivera very much. So what do they do with Jimmy Rivera now? Who does he fight? I don't know. Rivera came out. I think he wants. He said he wants to just get an immediate title shot against TJ, which I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> it can't because TJ is going to fight Mighty Mouse. We all know that's what's going to happen. That's the next big fight. Uh, Rafael Sunsau uh, just fought and won. Yep. He looked really good. Yeah. Uh, the beating he gave those legs. I love a good leg beating. Nothing makes me happier. Also, Edson Barbosa against Khabib. Uh, 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 Why am I saying this? Khabib. Everybody says take the fucking K out. Khabib. No, I'm not going to say that. Khabib Nurmagomedov is fighting uh, Edson Barbosa, who I really love. Oh, you know, yeah. That's a tough fight for do you think the Money Mouse, do you, now, do you think that's going to be a, a massive pay-per-view fight? That'll be a big fight. But I, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if it's a main event or a co-main, but that's a big fight. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would think that's going to be. But to me, that's got to be the main event. Yeah, that that's a big fight. That's a big fight for Mighty Mouse. I mean, and this be is the one fight he's biggest. always wanted, right? Yeah, because he wants the big money paying gig, right. and he wants those fans too. If they can make it happen, you know, I it mean, depends. TJ wants it. Obviously. Yeah, it Dana wants it too. Yeah, yeah. So, who does Jimmy Rivera fight now? I don't know. Well, like I said, I mean, maybe who knows? Maybe Cruz isn't even out. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, or maybe they, depending on what is actually wrong with Cruz, maybe they just move it. I, I, I don't know what the official word. It's too soon for Cody to fight, Um, especially after uh, getting knocked out like that. Uh, Rafael just fought. So who do they fight? I mean, I'm looking at you know Marlon Race number seven. He wants to jump. uh, When's the last time uh, Lineker and Caraway fought? Um, geez, I feel like Lineker just fought. You might be right. right now. Hold on. Caraway hasn't fought in a, a, a long time. I think over a year. Oh, okay. Is he hurt? I, I'm not sure what happened, but I do believe he is scheduled to fight soon. But he hasn't. Fought, so he's he's already got a fight. Yeah, I mean, um, I think Liner, Lineker, if he didn't just fight either him or Caraway, is definitely uh, ahead on the list. I, I just don't see who they give uh, Jimmy Rivera to. Right. Oh, you know what? Yeah, Lineker just fought uh, October 28th against Marlon Vera. It was a okay. unanimous decision. So, so what do they do with him? Or does he just not fight? Maybe he just sits. There might be just nobody for him to fight. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you don't. You don't get TJ this fast. I don't think so. <laughs> and I would love to see Rivera TJ, but I know they want him to fight Mighty Mouse right. because of that shit talking before, where he's like, you know, you come up, you know, come up and wait, or I'll go down and wait, and he didn't think he could make the wait. So I, I don't know who I want to uh, see him fight, but I really want to see that Cruz fight. So maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. he's not out. Right. Yeah. And maybe they just wait. Who, you know, who then knows? Then again, wouldn't he have denied, if he's not out, wouldn't he have denied it and said, I'm not out? I'm fighting? Yeah. I mean, I guess so maybe he's just waiting for results or something. Who, know, who knows what, what it is? You know, it's weird that, I mean, the, the heavyweight division is unheard of right now. I mean, when are they, what, what's the next big fight? I mean, oh my God, it's uh, Alistair Overeem against uh, Francis Ngannou. I'm looking forward to that fight very much. It's yeah, December, that's December 2nd, 2nd, Detroit. Yeah. And that's the fight, that, that's, the, that's the card that uh, Holloway Edgar was supposed to be on, and now it's Holloway Aldo. Is that the co-main or no? We don't, what is the co-main It's on headlined one? by Aldo. And, no, 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 uh, no. What's the co-main? I'm saying, I, I believe it's Ngannou. And oh, it is the co-main. Okay. Yeah. So it's a three-round co-main. There's no other championship. Uh, is that a fight night? 
no, that's UFC 218. What's going on? Oh, with- sorry, I keep thinking 218 was yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> What's going on with Kane? Is he here? Um, I mean, as for, from what I've read, he's like slowly easing himself back into training, but he, he had not been training for a while. Yeah, uh, I think was it his back, his back, or his neck? Some, something was bothering him. I think he had surgery done, so now he's um, you know getting back in. He it, has but. been hurt so much. Guys like him or Cruz, just or really some guys just become injury prone. Baseball, every sport has guys that are like that. There's just something about them where they just they're they're constantly getting hurt, and right. it's probably the way they train. They probably train too hard. Well, at his gym, they've yeah, been AKA, accused yeah. of, of of going way too hard in uh, in practice. Well, that's why Cormier can take such a beating because he's training with guys like fucking Kane. Oh yeah, Rockhold. Yeah, yeah he's just training with these animals. Khabib and, is there? Oh, is that where he trains yeah. them too? Yeah. Um, what's next for Cormier? Do you think? Um, I mean, him and Uzdemir have pretty much like yeah. they, well, they that was going an, back unofficially and forth. all you know off. Uh, they haven't actually signed it. Yeah, but the, but those two have have been going back and forth, and oh. I think that's what Cormier. It's such said a weird wants. thing though to 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 lose the belt to him, to to have that emotional response that Daniel had, and now he's champion again. Yeah, I wonder how that makes him f- like, especially if you know that Jones, if the uh, what Rogan said is again he had heard, but it was just a rumor. That whatever they found in Turnable, is that what it was? Whatever yeah, they found in yeah. him is one of those things that they can use in in the in, in creatine creatine or creatine. Yeah, they can use creatine to cut cocaine and sometimes Tyrannoballs in creatine. So did did Jones do coke? Well, again, the total speculation. But did he do coke that was cut with that, not intending at all to put a steroid in his system and have a teeny bit of it that would show up in the test? that he never would have thought of because the coke would be out of his system, so he wouldn't test positive for coke. Again, total speculation. I would almost rather think that than to think he was cheating. Is, oh, but where is he at with that? Or a dick pill? It's still, I mean, I, I, as far as I understand, his team and USADA and the UFC, they're just trying to find whatever substance, supplement would have had this in it because he's still saying he didn't do any of this stuff. I find it hard it. to believe he'd be stupid enough to cheat that, yeah. obviously. That'd be ridiculous to go through all that and the comeback, and then cheat again. It just doesn't make sense to me at all. He's too smart a guy. Jones would rather go in there and have a, an average performance. He knows that they're going to test him. He's not a dumb guy. No. He knows that he, everyone is watching him. He knows that he took a dick pill and, and all of a sudden got away with it. Yeah. Well, and the test he failed is the one after weigh-ins. So it's like every fighter knows that they're going to get tested at that point. He had passed the one prior to that. But it like wasn't a, a it wasn't a blood a few test. Weeks or out. It wasn't a piss check. That's right. So it could so had he piss checked before then or no? Meaning in the time that the had he when was the last time he had piss checked before he tested? Oh, I know. Like no he wouldn't idea. do coke a couple days before the fight, would he? Could I don't know. Well, I mean, if you're addicted, if you have a problem and you you haven't gone over it, you, I mean, that's you, true. You, I mean, you know, they're testing you. Know, it's just so. I guess you know, if you're addicted. yeah, but maybe I don't know. It's fucking weird. It's just uh, it was. I mean, look, I love Daniel, but that fight and to have him come back and be, to have that type of champion, that big oh, yeah. light heavyweight champion, back in the mix was exciting for the UFC. I was sad, but but even though it, it was sad, it was still great story to have him come back and win. And Daniel, now what's next? And it's like it's it's almost like we hit rewind, like thirty yeah. seconds, yeah. and we're stuck there waiting to see what happens. It was also very impressive. I thought the way John handled himself after the fight incredible. showed incredible class to to Cormier, and which is what you wanted him to do. You right. wanted him to come out of this win, your great and, champion, and be yeah. the great champion that we all thought he could be, and he did it. And then it's like shit, yeah. This yeah. nonsense has to step in, um, and his own demon, whatever it is. I don't care if it's a dick pill or cold, whatever. It's like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what do you take? Unless again, it's a supplement that they did send a test in for. 
I don't see if they've already given him back the uh, the belt to Cormier. So what are they going to do? Restrip Cormier and give it back? Yeah. How, how could Jones? Not lose the belt if they realize, hey, he did send this in, and you saw his test with. Like, how could? I, I mean, I I don't know exactly, but I think because the decision was already overturned by the commission, if John was able to prove that whatever was in his system was there accidentally or it wasn't his fault, and they they don't suspend right. him, it's a no fault thing. I think they then probably have to petition the commission to re overturn the the and, and no I, contest. And what? But know? what is? But what does Cormier do from that point? Cormier, I, something tells me, would not fight to hold the belt. Maybe I'm crazy. Oh, I Something agree. tells yeah. me that Cormier would... if you lose again, if you lose the third time... Yeah, no, but I know what you mean. Yeah, right. I, I think Cormier, if it turned out it was a sample, a legit sample, that was tainted somehow, that had nothing to do with Jones, and they knew it didn't, and they knew that it, the proper sample had been sent to USADA, and there was a mistake on someone else's end, I don't think that he would want the belt that way. Yeah, no, I... I, I and I you can't. Either, yeah. You can't take it. I, and I think he's a champion. He's a real champion. And the fans, I think, would love him. Like if he if he voluntarily said, "No, John should have the belt because this is what it is." Um, he's not cheating. Who knows? That's just me pretending I'm Cormier. Why, why don't I just shut up? <laughs> no, no. Him. But you're right though, because Cormier handled even all of this. He's handled it really classy. You know, he he's he is a champion, Cormier. You know, it's just it, it's a weird situation. Yeah, I, I would still love to see him and Uzdemir fight. Absolutely, yeah. I would enjoy that very much. Vulcan No Time Uzdemir. Yeah, I love it. Is that his nickname? <laughs> yeah, he gave himself the nickname. He's got No Time. He's just going for the belt. I want a nickname. You have one. You hate it. What is it? I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm touching my leg, not my dick. I have my hand in my pants. Yeah, well, it's uncomfortable. I'm going to call HR. <laughs> Chris is fine with it. <laughs> is he HR? Yeah, he's fine with it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll let it play. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. How great was, um, oh my God, the adult. What about his little Dutch socks? Is that I, make can't, I can't see them. Do those make you uncomfortable? Oh, those are great. Oh, yeah, you thank like you. Yeah. The tennis socks. <laughs> oh, that's stupid. You don't play tennis. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I do so. Where? I played tennis for eight years. You don't play tennis for not one second. He almost said for not for not for nine years, and he just couldn't think of a time. You don't you don't play tennis for nine years. No, I was gonna say well, not one second. Well, what what's your tennis record? What weight is it? Fucking sixteen ounces. Dude, shut up! It's not even a weight. I made that up. What's the weight for a tennis racket? I don't know. I made it up. Sixteen ounce racket is appropriate. Oh god, look that up. I know. I know. What's your favorite tennis ball? Uh, Wilson. A <laughs> uh, Wilson Greener. They call them Wilson Greeners. <laughs> How do you serve, front or back? Oh, please, both. That's not both. Only thing. Thing. I just made that up. Over front or back doesn't even. Make... Sure it does. You backhand. I'm. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be in Indianapolis coming up. Uh, uh, it'll be tomorrow night, Friday night. I'll be in Indianapolis, and I will also be Saturday, Peoria, Illinois, at the Jukebox Comedy Club. Oh, well, you know where I'm going to be? Where? Tell me, Bob. Go oh, on now. I'm going. Go, go on now. I am going to be. That was so fascinating. Uh, this Christmas. The twenty second, twenty third, and I'll be at the uh, Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. Gotham Comedy Club, the week before Christmas, twenty second, twenty third. Come see me and have some Christmas joy. I'm going to take a quick leak. Okay, wait. Well, can I just say? So you use a sixteen ounce racket? Is that I right? do. So that's very heavy because typically, like an yeah, eleven yeah, ounce that. racket, you yeah. do. Yes, yeah, so that's your. Style. I prefer yeah. a heavier yeah. racket because they get more kaboom on the ball. That's what kaboom? I say. Is that what you say? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Ah. I'm going to take a leak. Larry Bird once said that Michael Jordan was God, just disguised in a basketball jersey. MJ was considered not only the best athlete, but had the perfect image. But then a book came out, The Jordan Rules, and the public and media couldn't believe it. Jordan was human. Nearly three years later, he retired. 
Everybody, Dwayne Johnson here to tell you about a new documentary podcast series titled What Really Happened? Narrated by award-winning documentary filmmaker Andrew Jenks in coordination with our company, Seven Bucks Productions. This series will look deep into the unknown sides of historic news stories and then ask, what really happened? Why did he leave the game in his prime? Was it a secret suspension? Did he really want to play minor league baseball? Could any of the conspiracy theories be true? What really happened? Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our good friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family, obviously. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's such an intimidating process for all of us. Look, this is really simple. Allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. All right. That was lovely. I took a nice tinkle. We got James Vick. Uh, Chris is getting him on the phone. We'll talk to him for a few minutes. Thank you to Matt Sarah for calling in. Always a delight. He's a sweetie. Yeah, Matt's a great guy. That fight against Joe Duffy was... I'm, why am I saying it now? I was just talking about the Joe Duffy fight. But I might as well just talk about it when he's on the phone. Because then I'm just going to repeat it. Which is kind of silly. It is silly. But you're a silly guy. I am. And it's nice to be silly, isn't it? Sometimes it is. Yeah. When you're trying to be sexy and you're silly? No, it's not. Like, what do you mean? A lot of times I try to be sexy and it comes off silly. Okay, like, give me an example. I'm a girl and we're back at your I'm going down on a woman and sometimes I'll just do celebrity impressions. Like what? (laughs) Like what? What's the impression you do? You name a person, I've done them. Jimmy Kimmel. I can't do Kimmel. All right, what a terrible name that was to throw. No one does a Kimmel impression. I do. Good. Hey, folks. All right, you know what? You're right. <laughs> you do. Oh, we got him on the phone. What's up, uh, James? How you doing? What? We got James Zick on the phone. He's not on the phone no, yet. We'll get him in a sec. Where is he? He's not on the phone yet. He didn't answer yet. He didn't answer yet. He's late. What do you mean he's late? He's not late. Sure, he has a minute. He's a minute late. <laughs> hey, man, everybody's late. You wouldn't be late to get in the cage, would you? I'm not going to say that, of course. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't. <laughs> you should. You should yell at He him. walks around kind of heavy, too. I mean, he walks around. I, I mean, he literally looked like he was 100 and, uh, 175 pounds. 170. I think they said he comes in a fight weight at 176 or, what, or something like that. I'm going to ask him about that. Yeah, he's, that. He's, a big, he's a big guy, though. He's a he's big lightweight. really big. Like, yeah. He has like a swimmer's body. Yes. A Greg Luganis or a Michael Phelps build. Yeah. Michael Phelps more topical. Then Greg Luganis. Give him another call, Chris. Let's give him a jingle here. Let's give him a shout. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Give him a, give him a jingle, shout, Chris. If he comes on, he comes on. If he what's doesn't, another, what's another impression you do? You name the person. You know, I'm just gonna start doing. It's embarrassing. Okay. Um, why don't you do? Uh, I do it while I'm going down on you. Nicholas Cage. Um, let me know if I'm doing this right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how about a, how about a. Uh, What's Charlie, up, James? How you doing, buddy? No, no. All right. Thank Charlie you. Sheen. Hey, uh, how you doing? I'm really enjoying this. Uh, I'm sorry if I get any of my fluids on you. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Gary Busey. Uh, uh, 
P-U-S-S-Y, uh, people upset, someday silly you. That's actually pretty good. Because he does those stupid things. We got it. Okay. <laughs> but I, mine was not good. That was actually good. His, neither is his. Now, neither yeah. other Fart. people wicked. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> Flatulence always ready tomorrow. What? <laughs> what you're talking about, Gary? <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, James Vick, we tried. Um, no, Godspeed. Give him one more shot. We're going to get him. We're gonna All get right. Him. Give it a shot. It's <laughs> just, I'm, I'm getting older and I'm cranky. And if people come on, great. If not, they, I, I accept their decision. <clears throat> it's funny. Um, did you, what, now, were you out of town for the fights in New York? Is that why you didn't go? Yes, I was. Now, I was on you, hold for a film. I, when I went up to, I, you know. The, ooh, I, what film? I, I haven't really talked about it publicly. Why? But I had a very small part, but there was a possibility I was going to be on hold for... Uh, hey, what's up? James Vick. Uh, let me text him. All right. What? Um, there's a possibility I was going to have to shoot a second day, and, and one of, my, tra- uh, one of my, my LA show days was going to be on. I'm just seeing you know how it is when you're on hold, and they let you know the, a couple days before. But I'll just show you a picture from the little project I did. If I can find it, it was it, it went well, and and I was very happy. I probably can't find it. Uh, oh yeah, here I am. It was it was a fun day. I wind up. Uh, wow, you did. Oh, is that the movie? I think it is. Yeah, you got a part in that. A small part. Why didn't I get in it? I don't know. Why am that's I, how comedians think. Though. Why am I making it about that's myself? Because yeah, that's what. Yeah, I because it's like. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was so crazy though. I know, but it's like I, 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 I didn't, I didn't get want to do it. I'm like, like, I didn't even get an audition for it. I didn't either. They just gave it to me. Who's they? The the people. And then what's the people? The people watched my special, and then because uh, what they they need me for. And Marty, I guess, was happy. Watched a couple of my specials. I had to go in there and have a meeting with Marty. So I met with Marty. We talked. What did you talk about? Comedy. We talked about comedy. We just sat in his office to talk. I'm you. You're minutes. Marty. Hey, how you doing, Marty? Thanks for having me. In. I was I was so manically depressed the time the day I went. This is true. Really? That I was not nervous. I just sat there. They put me in makeup. They did hair and stuff like just to see. This is two days before the shoot, and he and I just sat there and talked comedy. He was great. While you were in makeup? No, no, no. I did that, and then like Marty wants to see him, so I left the makeup trailer, went in, and just talked to him for a while. Yeah, blah blah blah. Talking comedy, stand up gigs, and he was awesome. And uh, it was funny because I, I just doing that. So when I was on the set, it was cool. Being on this, we just saw this little film thing I did. It was really cool. And Bob, it was good to see Bob again. So I talked to him what for a while. What do you mean, Bob? And uh, I, it, was fu- it was funny. He, it's not important. It was funny because I'm doing this scene. And I'm, I'm looking at Bob and Joe. Oh, and it was like so weird. Cause I had to stop talking so Joe could do his lines. Joe who? I just think he's an actor. It's not important. So um, I, Joe I, who? I, I'll tell you later. It's not important. So I do the things. And uh, Afterwards, I had spoken to Bob earlier, and then I talked to Joe Bob afterwards. Bob and Joe? Both together, yeah. And then I spoke to Joe after, and he's like, hey, you did great, man. It was really good. It was a good, it was a good time. I can't. Marty can't. enjoyed it, though. I think that's what's really uh, important. Yeah, I, hope, I, hope, I, hope, I hope something comes out on Marty, and they can't release the film. <laughs> <laughs> he was a lovely guy, though. So, yeah. so I don't want to say who it is. It's not important. But certain directors just really know uh, how to deal with their talent. Who else was in it? Um, I don't know. I, I only saw those guys. I can tell you off air. Um, you know, the other guy, Al Harvey, Al, uh, Bobby, they were all in it. I, they're not in the scene, all in the movie. You can't, I can't, you know, they're not I, all in the scene. I get, uh, I wasn't sure who'd be in my scene. I knew Bob and Joe were going to be there. I get, I knew Marty do, would be the, behind the camera. A lot of first name guys. Hey, here. you know what, though? I got asked to do Bob hugged me, he was happy to right. see me. I got asked to do this podcast, so I'm happy. Absolutely, we're happy to have you. That, Absolutely, Bob. Yeah, what, what's the difference? The money, fame, sure. recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of differences. A lot of different um, star power. Okay. 
career power. All right, what are we doing here, Bob? I gotta go. He's gonna text me back. I gotta go number two. Has he texted you or no? Yes, I've talked to him. He's gonna. Uh, yes, Bobby has to leave. Are you leaving? I have to leave. I have to go to uh, do my my uh, TV show looping. I think it's a couple words. So, I do have to go downtown and uh, and get this done. But um, thanks for having me on. I really yes. appreciate it. I love coming on. I wish Matt was here because I love when coming on with both of you guys. Next time you will. And uh, and you too, my friend. I'm sorry. Right. I, I leave you out. And I, I shouldn't do that. I appreciate that. You're, thank a, you. you're a wealth of knowledge. You're you're a fine young man, and you're a pleasure to talk to. Oh, thank you, sir. And I, I don't think you get the credit you, you deserve. God damn it. I mean, Matt said he missed Shut me. Shut up. So I can't nice. stay. Uh, no, I, no, I'm kidding. Right. No, seriously. <laughs> thanks, I do miss you. So thanks for having me on. And uh, we got to go to a fight again, Jim. We, Anytime you want. We used to go to fights all the time. Let's go. You're busy. You have the, the baby and the, the wife. Well, let, let, let's try to see uh, on the calendar where there's a fight close. And let's do it. Let's just let's, go somewhere close. We'll 100%. Take, we'll take the night off from comedy. Okay. And we'll just go. We'll get dinner. We'll go to the fights. And then... Uh, I would like that. All right. Let's do that. Okay. All right, buddy. I'll see you guys later. Have a good time. Bye. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Hello? Hey, James. It's uh, Jim Norton on UFC Unfiltered. How are you, buddy? Yes, sir. I'm good. Um, okay. We didn't think we were going to get you. We, we thought maybe you were bailing out. Sometimes guys just forget. No, no. Uh, well, actually, I did forget, not going to lie, but I was available. But um, uh, I was on a, uh, I was on a phone call, like a three-way phone call with, with, with um, some sponsor stuff I'm working with. And it was like important, you know. It was like a little conference call. So, but I, I thought it was only gonna last like ten minutes. Ended up being like thirty-five minutes to call. Okay. Uh, well, we're happy that you're on the phone. You look great, man. A really, really good job against Joe Duffy. So, congratulations. That was a huge win for you. Yes, sir. Thank you. It seemed like in the first round you were having a little bit of trouble. He was landing that right pretty well. Um, what? What? Did you get knocked down in the first fight, or was that more of a fall or a slip? No, he. Um, uh, uh, I threw like a, a lazy teep instead of like a push kick. Instead of uh, instead of like uh, you know, I should have threw more of a, a taekwondo front stab kick, and I I was a little lazy with the kick, and he caught the leg and then swept me, swept it up for me. Okay, and uh, now you started having success in the middle of the second. His offense did slow down a bit. Now, would you say that you think that's more because you figured him out, or was his cardio going? He looked a little bit more tired, or do you think that it was just uh, it was what you were doing that was kind of causing him to not fight as well? I mean, he has, he has a problem with my range, and I think you know a lot of guys. They uh, honestly, the, my, my main problem the first round, you know, it was a close round. I mean, he could have, you know, I could would could say he potentially won the first round though, because he stole the maybe with a little takedown or whatever at the end. Um, but um, I just, you know, I should have just started a little quicker. Um, uh, uh, but I think it's the range, you know. Um, a lot of these guys they get in there with me and. And the movement, like a lot of these guys, you know, everyone wants to say, "Oh, well, James Vick drops his hands, he he leaves his chin up." This, but all these unorthodox things that that I that I that people think as problems have helped me more than they've ever hurt me. And you know, I think it, me being so unorthodox in the way I move, and then being as a taller fighter than him, and um, gave him problems because you know I know in all the interviews leading up to to the fight, that's all he talked about was how he's never fought a guy taller than him, and it, I knew it was in his head. What was? Let me ask you, what was the height and reach difference between you guys? Um, they they had him listed as like five ten or something. There's no way he was at least six foot. I mean, he could have he could have potentially maybe even been six foot one, but he was he was about six foot tall, I would say, and he um he I think I had like a three inch reach advantage on him. Well, how t- how but tall are you, think- James? I'm six foot three. Um, with with my shoes off, I, I think I'm probably like six two and a half. 
Oh, okay. So it wasn't a giant difference, but it might have been enough just to get in his head a little bit if he's used to having that advantage. Yeah, I mean, well, I just know like um, every, literally, I saw like five different interviews of him talking about how he's never fought anyone taller and, and you know, it's a challenge and, and I knew it was in his head. Will you typically watch interviews? That's interesting because some guys don't want to hear what the other guy is saying. You'll typically watch them and uh, and see what they have to say or did you just luck up on them? I don't, you know, I don't watch a lot, but like if, if I don't like go Google the guys, you know, interviews and stuff, but like if someone, sh- say if, if I'm on Twitter and someone tags his interview with my name then I'll, I'll i'll check it out but i don't like go in there and, and you know inspect it and, and be a detective and stuff no oh okay what do you walk around at too because they were saying that you and maybe i misheard this but they were saying you normally come into a fight week at like 176 or is that crazy i'm thinking a 21 pound law is, is that true or no um the last couple i have yeah i mean the last two or three i have um but this you know this one was probably the easiest cut i've had in um, about three years, honestly. And it was because, um, you know, I, you know, I'm a little undisciplined with my diet as far as like sugar and, you know, I, I, I eat, you know, I cheat on my diet and <laughs> this one had, um, uh, I had a lot of injuries. I had really bad, uh, tendonitis on my knees, like nothing major, but just like stuff that you you have to rest. But if you don't rest it, it it's going to, you know, really, really be painful. And, um, uh, so I had tendonitis really bad on my knees. So I couldn't run for like the whole last month. And I, uh, I knew that I couldn't run that weight off. And then I was worried, you know, my nutritionist, George Lockhart was, has been so busy, you know, working with McGregor doing, uh, working with all, all these other people that I didn't think he was going to get to fly out. So I was like, man, I can't run and George ain't coming. I was super worried about it. So I was just real disciplined. And then of course he sent out Tyler Minton to help us, which was, which was very good. But so I ended up having someone, but I still couldn't run the weight off. So I had to be disciplined. What's the hardest food for you? Cause the, the, the diet is a, is, a, is a bitch. What's the hardest one that cracks you? It's like ice cream, you know, like oh. sugar. And I, I just love ice cream, sugar. And, and how close to a fight is the closest that you've actually fucked up? Like, you know, like when you're cutting away, have you ever cut up, like fucked up while you were cutting the weight? And towards the end, yeah, like when you're in that week, when, you, when you're trying to cut, have you ever actually had no, ice cream? No I'm, no, I'm usually so heavy that there's no way I, the last week before the fight that I can do that. There's no way. I'm usually, like, I would say, like, so if I weigh in on a Friday, I would say the last time I've probably ever cheated, and it's still something small because at that point I'm worried, it's maybe like the Friday before. Sure. Now, when you're fighting at 155 and you're cutting from 176, what will you be able to get back up to? Uh, again, you have what, 24, 36 hours to rehydrate. So what will you get back up to when you're actually fighting? This fight, I was, uh, I weighed in at 155.2. And then I think when I fought, I was 178 or 179. Oh my God. You put on that much in, in 36 hours? Yes, sir. Now, does that not, is that not bad for your body to put on that much weight or to lose that much weight to kind of ring yourself out like that and put that much that that's, you, you feel like you're more effective fighting that way than if you walked around a little lighter or fought a little heavier. I mean, uh, obviously it's not good on your body, but fighting in general is not good on your body. That's you know, true. um, uh, I, I honestly, I feel, I, I have never felt, you know, bad after, after uh, weight cuts like that, because I've, you know, I've worked with George Lockhart now for like three, three and a half years, four years now. And, yeah, as long as I do what he tells me to with the reload and, you know, after the ban and, you know, he specifically says, you know, don't, you know, don't eat. I don't know why he, there's a specific reason, but I know don't eat no red meat. Don't eat dairy products. Don't eat too much. Don't eat a lot of sugar. You know, 
and I listen to what he says and, and drink the little carb drinks he, he mixes up and do everything the way he says. And I've always felt good, you know, and I'm sure it's, like I said, I know it's not healthy, but it's not, you know, it's a fighting in general is not healthy. And it's not like I'm doing it every month. I'm, you know, I've only fought three times this year, which is, you know, the most I've fought in a year in a long time because of, you know, all my injuries. So, you know, three times in one year, you know, it's, uh, it's not that bad. And now you dropped him with a right uppercut, I think, with about eight seconds left, and, and they stopped it at 4.59 of the second. Was he out? Because it was like, is he going to be able to hang on? Is he going to be able to hang on? And they, I guess the ref just felt like, you know, he, he was taking too many shots. Yeah, he was hurt. When, initially, when I when I hit him with the uppercut and he hit the ground, I saw his eyes roll back in his head, and I thought about just trying to, you know, walk off like, you know, do the mark hunt, but he, I knew he, But then I saw him, he like, bring his legs in like he was trying to, uh, recover guard, you know, he, he put his legs in front. So then I started, then I started, you know, going for the finish. Who was it that jumped down, Chris? Uh, th- it was, it was, I, I want to say it was either at two seventeen or if it was either at, uh, Pettis Poirier, uh, where there was, it was a clean knockout and they jumped down to throw the punch and they stopped themselves from throwing the uh, final. I think it was Javier Sunset. It was a Sunset, right? Yeah. yeah. Cause he had been kicking the shit out of his legs. Right. Uh, by the way, you were having great success that low kick too, man. You started to buckle him with that kick. Were you noticing his movement, uh, was having problems because of that, uh, that calf kick you were throwing? Well, I knew it was going to be open. You know what's funny is I started throwing the calf kick years ago, but I didn't. I didn't. Um, I guess I realized the effectiveness of it. Like when I fought my second UFC fight, I fought Valmir Lazaro um, from Jose Aldo's camp. That was my second UFC fight in 2013 or 14, and I um, uh, I landed that kick like two or three times in the first round, and then I just quit doing it for some reason. But um, uh, I, I knew that it was going to be open because the way he stands, he's so heavy based, you know, boxing based and flat footed, you know, and I knew, I knew it was going to be available and he, you know, he turns his, his, his front leg in, you know, like a boxer. I knew it was going to be available. So I figured, you know, I, I went for it and then he was, you know, he was trying to kick back, but, um, I move a lot. So I don't, um, I don't really get, you know, affected too much by leg kicks because I'm, I'm constantly moving. I'm not just taking, you know, a, a bunch of them. And I, you know, I, I saw that it was hurting them. Uh, a little bit, but I didn't want to, you know, also he checked one of them too, and my shin was a little banged up, so I was like, I'm going to be selective when I throw. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I was at the Weidman Silva fight, and you see that happen once or twice. I mean, it's, it's got to be, uh, you know, as soon as you feel somebody checking, it, it's got to make you hesitant to throw it. Yeah, for sure, for sure, and you know, he checked, um, that low calf kick is, is effective, but you can't load up on it. If you throw it hard, you're going to get checked. You have to just flick it out there and, you know, you, it doesn't have to be hard because there's no real, you know, there's no meat on your, 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 your lower part of your leg. So you don't have to throw it hard. But if you try to load up on it, like on a hard, like normal kick to the thigh, you're, you're going to get checked all day. So you just got to be cautious with it. So, yeah, you, definitely. And then you and uh, Justin Gage, you've been going back and forth a little bit on Twitter. Um, what, what, what's that about? He said that you were good and you're like, no shit, basically. He was, I don't know. He was talking shit. Basically, after after he fought Michael Johnson, I was cage side, and I tweeted, you know, I'll whip Justin Gaethje's ass. And then um, uh, he didn't say a word, you know, didn't reply for months or whatever. And then before before after after I won this fight with Joe Duffy, before I uh, before I spoke to Joe Rogan, Justin Gaethje tweeted. No, I didn't see this till after, obviously. But Justin Gaethje tweeted, "Oh, what's what's this guy James Vick's about to get on the mic and act like everyone's afraid of him now." So then I uh, I did that. I got on the mic and I was like, yeah, motherfuckers are, you know, basically y'all are afraid to fight me. And then um, uh, uh, and I tweeted back to Justin Gaethje talking crap or whatever, saying, you know, basically telling him he is scared to fight me. 
And then um, the other day after Poirier won, Gaethje tweets, James Vick and Dustin Poirier should fight each other to see who's the mistreat, most mistreated fighter in the UFC or some shit talking shit like that. So then I called, oh, him, a okay. I called him a little bitch and told him I was going to beat his ass. <laughs> now, what do you see happening with him and Alvarez? I mean, I don't know. I'm, uh, I mean, both of them get wobbled, you know, every fight and just take take shots. Um, I think Alvarez is a better boxer. Gaethje um, has a better chin. And Gaethje's going to, um, you know, Gaethje's going to come in and, you know, do his whole le- leg kick strategy. And it's just going to be a, a matter of if Eddie can land a big shot. Basically, just like Michael's, I mean, Gaethje's going to Gaethje's gonna chop chop him down and throw a bunch of kicks. And it's it, can Eddie Alvarez land you know the big shots and, and hurt him or finish him before Gaethje lands too many of them you know and, and, and messes them up with the leg kicks or whatever is what I think. Well, you're what is Gaethje seventeen and or eighteen and zero? He's he's eighteen and zero. I think you have to win over Michael Johnson. You're twelve and one, so I mean it's that would be an interesting matchup uh, between you guys. Yeah, and I'm I'm twelve and one, and I'm I'm eight and one in the UFC. I, my whole career pretty much has been in the UFC against world class competition. He fought B level fighters in another organization. The guy, all the guys he fought outside of the UFC wouldn't even be ranked in the top forty. And, and, and they're acting like he comes in and beats one guy who's, who's won one one of his last five fights. Who's one and four in his last five, and they're acting like he's the, one of the best fighters in the world. To me, that's a joke. He's not. He ain't no top five fighter. I, I don't. I don't believe. I don't. I don't know if he's a top ten fighter. I mean, he's a tough dude. Don't get me wrong. He's a tough guy, and he's game. You know, he's 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 going to throw. He's not he's not a he's not a, a pussy. You know, he, he's going to fight, but he, he fights like the way he fights. You know, takes all those shots and tries to break everyone because that's the only way he can fight. Because he don't have no skill set, he don't have technique, and he don't have no athleticism. So he he's forced to fight that way, and that's that's all cool and entertaining for the fans. But that's not going to be long term a good good career move for him, you know. And I, you know, I know if I fight him, I will catch him clean and knock his ass out. Well, didn't even he say that eventually I'm going to get knocked out doing this? I, I think Justin Gaethje even said like with his style, the way his hands are. I, and he knows he's fighting a higher level. Like the, the advantage Alvarez has is he's fought, you know, even though the you know the Connor fight wasn't great, but he, you know he he's fought, you know, RDA, he's fought Connor. He's had a much higher level of competition, I think, than uh, than Justin Gaethje has. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, uh, it, it's only a matter of time before he gets caught. I mean, he's going to get caught. And the difference between him and, and some other people, the way he fights, is I think once Gaethje gets caught, he's gonna he's gonna keep getting. Well, he, he already does keep getting caught. He's just surviving it. But once, it, I mean, like, yeah, I, you know, I've been finished before, but I, I don't take that damage in all those fights, though, either. You know, I can't sit here and, and you know, say, you know, talk, you know, shit like, you know, I, I got knocked out three fights ago. But look at the last three fights. Besides that, I haven't taken any shots. I mean, Joe Duffy landed, you know, maybe, I don't know, 10 to 15 punches and nothing significant, only, you know, jabs and no power shots. Marco Polo Reyes hit me hit me three times the whole fight. Abel Trujillo landed less than 10 punches, too. So I, you know, for longevity, I, I haven't, you know, I'm not taking damage like that. Gaethje may haven't got, ha, ha, he may haven't got knocked out yet, but it's only a matter of time, and then he's just going to keep taking that damage, like I said, because he don't have a skill set or athleticism to fight any other way. He has to fight like a dog, you know. Well, you know, it's, well that 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 lightweight division is so good. But they've been doing a good job with getting very close matchups. I mean, obviously, it looks like Connor Ferguson, if that ever happens, will be the next fight. Um, and of course, you have uh, Barboza against uh, Khabib. You have, uh, you know, Gaethje is fighting Alvarez. Diaz, nobody knows what he's doing. Kevin Lee just lost. Poirier just beat uh, Anthony Pettis. So you have a couple of guys there. You have uh, Ally Aquinta, Michael Johnson. You have uh, uh, Chiesa, uh, who you fought. What, what do you see yourself doing next? 
honestly, I don't know because I mean, I, I got to get these guys to agree to fight me. I mean, I'll, I'll fight. You know, I would like to fight. You know, any of them that are ranked above me, and um, I, I just can't, I can't get them to fight me. So that's you know that's where I'm at. Um, uh, well, who is it and, you want that won't fight you? Who is it you want that you think like who's the next guy you'd like to fight who you do not think will sign with you? I, I would love a rematch with Michael Kiesa. I would take that fight in a heartbeat. I would, I would love a rematch with him. I don't think he's going to sign unless, I mean, he's going to have to have a big incentive or something. He's not going to take the fight. I would love a rematch with him. I would love to fight Poirier. I would love to fight Gaethje or Eddie Alvarez. I've called all these guys out, and I've trolled them all on Twitter. You know, it's funny. I was calling Evan Dunham out um, uh, in uh, the UFC even. Um, uh, Sean Shelby asked me to fight him, and I agreed to take the fight, and then I get a few weeks later, you know, I started trolling the guy because he, he wouldn't take the fight. And then Sean Shelby texts me and says, you know, Evan Dunham won't fight you. And he, um, uh, uh, he's even willing to set out because I guess they tried to struggle him and taking a fight. And he said, I don't care. But now it's funny because now I'm ranked above him. So now, you know, I, but I still don't think he would fight me, but I not, you know, I, I, it wasn't personal with the dude. I just wanted his spot, but sure. if I, now I'm ranked above him, that, that fight's not as appealing to me. Well, isn't Kies's you know? last fight, uh, with the loss to Kevin Lee, so, I mean, he hasn't fought in quite a while, and he didn't take a tremendous amount of damage in that fight. Um, and, you, I mean, do you really want to wait through? I guess you could wait through um, Alvarez, Gaethje, if you had to, because, I mean, you just fought, and they're fighting coming up. But, uh, but here's the thing. I want, I want to fight. The UFC's coming to Austin, Texas, February 18th. I, I, I asked Sean Shelby, I want to be the main event of that card. It's a fight night. I'm not asking for no huge pay-per-view. It's, it's a fight night, and, and I feel like I should get the headline that fight night in my home, my home state. Uh, yeah, are you from Austin in Texas? No, I'm from Fort Worth, but I, it's two and a half hour, three hour drive from where I'm at, and I'll, I'll bring a big crowd down there, and I have a huge fan base here in Texas. All right, James. Well, look, man, congratulations. You were incredible in that fight. It was uh, really after the first round, I wasn't exactly sure how you were going to do, and, and you turned it around beautifully. Chris has a question, our producer. Hey, James. Sorry, man, to, to jump in. I was going to say, I mean, if you're trying to fight somebody at 155, it's hard to get a ranked opponent. Is is potentially going up to 170 to get somebody that's ranked ahead of you? Is that even an option for you at some point? Well, I mean, for sure, um, that's an option. I just, I mean, if I can't get a ranked opponent to fight me at 55, I don't think I'm going to get a ranked opponent to fight me at 70. Yeah. But I can, but in, in, my, in my opinion, I've, you know, I've been considering this too. And I'm, I'm going to talk to Sean Shelby probably this week sometime. Um, uh, if if you're gonna ask me to fight a guy that's not ranked, then then move me up and let me fight him at 170, or fight someone else at 170. Because if I'm not, I, I, there's no point in me sacrificing and cutting all this weight and killing myself if if I if I'm not if I'm not moving up in the process. If, if it's not a come up for me, you know. Right. Well, do you worry though so, that if you move up, sorry, that you might have like the thing like Hendricks just had, where you move up and you're just fighting bigger guy. Like like he just had a hard time because he's trying to take down Costa and he's you know who, who is a much bigger guy than him. Are you worried that that would happen if you jump up to welterweight? I mean, I'm a decent size. I mean, I'm stick now. Height wise, I'm going to be okay. Obviously, these guys' frame is a little bit bigger than mine, but I know I, there's there's uh, there's tons of guys that I could be at 170. I, I know that for a fact. I am um, uh, and my, my and my my plan is to, is to win a world title by the end of next year and um, defend it once or twice, and then I do plan on moving up after that. So. Um, you know, I'm not. You know, I'm not afraid of any of these dudes at 170. I've just worked so hard where I'm at. Why would I jump up and have to start all over again? You know, my goal is to be a world champion. I just got to get. Some, I just got to get a breakthrough of someone to fight me. I mean, look, Kevin Lee got one top ten opponent and one, and then he got a world title shot. You know, I mean, I just need. To, I just need to get a breakthrough of someone to fight me. You know, I think the main reason Kevin got that too. Well, one of the main reasons is he's a very exciting guy. 
and he uh, he calls people out and he's he talks and, and unfortunately that or or fortunately that has become a really important part of selling fights. For for sure, and I've been on you know I've, if you check my social media, I've been on there talking shit. You I, have I've yes. Been on, you know, I, and, and I'm not normally you know like that all the time, but you got to do what you have to do because you just you know apparently that that, that the, the UFC acts like they don't like that, but obviously they do like that because that's that's who's getting all the action, you know. Yeah, I mean, look, you you obviously have to do it because it helps get people interested in the fight. And if they think they, you know, I mean, you understand, they if they think they can sell the fight, that's all they really need. Um, but you're an exciting guy to watch, man. And I was really happy to see that fight. So uh, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, we definitely like to have you on again. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, sorry about the time. No, no, no. That's okay. I'm just I'm glad everything was okay. We weren't sure if it was a family issue, and we're glad you're good. All right, buddy. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Take care, James. Good talking to you. Later. Bye. All right, well, thank you to James Vick. I'm glad he was actually able to call in and then it wasn't some serious... Oh, my God, someone's calling me. That's very popular. Dana White just wants to congratulate me on how good oh, I'm doing. That was a great job. No, it's not Dana. Um, but thank you to James. And Bobby Kelly had to leave because he's doing voiceover stuff. And it was great to hear from Matt. So listen, Matt will be back. We'll see you in a couple of days. And I have to think of a closing thing. Hey, be good to yourself and those you know or, or meet. Good. Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.